2: Ayah uh, and Rob Beckett Aya uh, Noah say Josh
1: Widdicombe. Josh Widdicombe. and Rob Beckett Rob Pooh no. <laughs> Say Rob Beckett Rob Beckett well done.
0: There we go. He was toying with her. Ava is 18 months. Noah is four, ready to start school. And in the background, all I could think about was what TV shows yeah, was. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to know what that was. I know, because it's on the tip of my tongue and I can't I can't get it. It's, um, I couldn't work it out. Uh, that is Ava Noah, who is four. Mm. Uh, good luck to his teacher having to put up with him saying poo-bum and Trump all day long. <laughs> poo-bum and Trump? Yeah, he's, polit- he's quite politicised. And that's one of his manifesto uh, pledges, isn't it, poo-bum? He's going to bring back the term poo-bum for all the Republicans. Bloody right. They still bloody vote right for him, am I right, Rob? Oh, anyway. We're
2: yeah. bloody poo-bum heads.
0: <laughs> so, how are you? You know what? Good.
2: But there's been a couple of incidences with the kids. Um, One was uh, the eldest, a four-year-old. I saw that she'd drawn or she'd written her name in biro on a white cabinet in her bedroom. Okay. So I'm like, okay, that's a problem. Uh, but, you know, she's you know, growing up. She wants to write a name, but that's still naughty. So I s- pulled Lou. I went, Lou, right, we've got a, We've got an issue here. We need to sort this out. Let's. How do we want to approach it? Okay, because I don't want to like scream and shout at her, but she needs to be told that it's wrong, but I don't want it to be a big thing, okay? Because she's probably quite proud that she's managed to write a name. Anyway, so let's, have, let's just speak to her. And let her tell us what she's done. So I said, mummy um, uh, and daddy have got a question. And she went, yeah. I went, have you written your name? anywhere in the house where you shouldn't have, okay? And she went, yes. And I went, can you show me where? She went, yeah, the playroom. Another
0: room! <laughs> 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 so she's written it in the playroom and she's, in her bedroom. She's tagging, mate. She's tagging. Yeah, a little Banksy. Well, they've been trying to find out who Banksy is this week. Have you stumbled onto it? <laughs> yeah, I found out. Also, I, I don't know if I ever told you
2: this story as well, when she wrote the first initial of her name... Absolutely everywhere in the house. Have I told you this? No. So she, look, obviously her name's Malcolm, isn't she? For the, for yeah, the purpose of this. M. So an M, she's written an M for Malcolm 37 places. <laughs> but luckily she did it in this felt tip that came off. What, just on walls and like? Any, literally anywhere, right? But luckily um, there was only two that it didn't come out of. It was like the McDonald's logo. Yeah. It was like some sort of like mad advertiser. You know when they do them like shock adverts yeah. where they just put stuff everywhere. But... um. But yeah, so we, we told her off and we took pens off her. And now she's not allowed pens without supervision until she learns yeah. to use them properly. That's, that's the little rule. And the other incident um, is the younger child is, um, you know, learning to speak at varying different yeah. levels of certain words. Um, she's struggling with the word grey yeah. and the word trunk for an elephant's right. trunk. Yeah. So yeah. if you asked her, what's that on an elephant's face? She won't say a grey trunk. She says a gay c***. Oh, my word.
0: And as
2: clear as that.
0: Wow. I think I've got it recorded somewhere. You need to stop asking that, Rob, (laughs) because if you know that... I'm going to say it, Rob. Yeah. You can get through your day without having to ask a toddler that question.
2: It is it's not going to come up but the problem is she loves elephants of course she does right so but you know that purple no it's always purple but then plastic things you spin around and make a noise those like big oh, yeah, long yeah. plastic i don't know we know what they're called you spin around, it goes up yeah Ooh, like whistles anyway yeah. she puts it she wanders around the house put it on her nose and walks up to me and went look purple <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, let, me, let, let me see if i could fi- find this video
0: um, that reminds me. Actually, I saw I saw Jeremy Clarkson on "Um, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire." Um, but yeah. but he slams everyone. Have Does you watched he? it? No, he kept slamming. He, I I actually, you know, I differ with some views with Jeremy Clarkson, but I actually think he's an excellent TV yeah. presenter. You, you don't, you don't pre- agree with anything he says about cars, but everything else. <laughs> I, I, I think politically, he's on the money, but he's wrong about Volvo's. <laughs> <laughs> but. Um, but, you know they haven't got they, they haven't got they haven't got that much room in the <laughs> we all know that but um <laughs> that's a problem you
2: need to car a big <laughs> these days
0: oh it's so much bleeping
2: so um, much bleeping right okay let's just show this and we will move on right can you tell me what color is an elephant a and cherry baby. No what color is an elephant an elephant yeah. and what's an elephant's nose called day eh? A trunk, that's I'm right. Gonna see
0: you later. What I'm going to say, Rob, it's actually much clearer than I anticipated. It's, that it's, is a it's problem. outrageous. But you were, you were definitely, I'd say, were you to play about that conversation, I'd say, if you didn't want her to say that, you were really going the wrong way about it because you were really look, teeing her up.
2: Yeah, look, look oh, hands up. I just wanted that as archive footage almost as a historical document of that's what she calls it but we stopped asking her and encouraging her to do it so i did tease it out of her there. but you will read a book and she'll say look a c-u-n-t for a trunk yeah and if when they go to preschool what's an elephant got because the preschool teacher did say you do know she says that for trunk i was like i know but well the preschool teacher brought it up with you yes because they were doing
0: animals that week but what are you going to do about that? Is she saying, is she blaming you?
2: No, she's just like more of a heads up. And right. I was like, yeah, I know, but I don't know what else to say. So I keep saying, say trunk, and then she just says it. So they're all in the class going, and what has an elephant got? They've got her. And then she screams out, C-. But
0: Oh, this is an awful day for Michael. The amount of editing he's going to have to do. <laughs>
2: Sorry, Michael. Uh, yeah, so apologies to anyone that's offended by that word. Um, but, yeah, that's that's the situation right at the moment. That If you ask what's on the front of an elephant's face, it's a, uh,
0: anyway. Um. Right, do you want a quick email? Oh, please. Rob, this is from Rebecca. Mm-hmm. So, you know you talked about your trip to Legoland? Yes. After listening to your Legoland trip and all the useful tips, I thought I'd share my little theme park experience. After six months of no sleep due to colic screaming, we decided to treat ourselves to a family trip to Florida. Oh. Ooh. Jack was nearly one year old when he set off. He didn't walk till he was 19 months or so. I was a bit worried that my husband, Matt, would hit all the rides with his sister and our friend and leave me with a baby. But oh, so they've
2: gone more of a, he's still too little to yeah. want to go on ride. They sit in the pram and then they can smash
0: Disney one more time before they have to do Universal Studios, yeah.
2: I get you. Clever, that's yes. a good idea. And then you can scope it out for when you go back with kids. Like it.
0: Well, it's an even better idea because it turned out, little did we know, that in Universal stu- Studios, parents get to jump the queue. As no. soon as they saw I had a baby, they moved us right to the front. Harry Potterland had special parenting rooms with movies, baby facilities, and a way you could take turns in riding, but no waiting time. Who That's knew? amazing. It was amazing. Waiting time for Gringotts? Is that a Harry Potter thing? I don't know, I'm, not, I'm, not a, I'm a 34-year-old man, mate. I don't fuck about with that. Well, the rain time for Gringotts was two hours. Not for us, straight to the front.
2: Oh, yes, please. Oh, that's amazing. It's almost like a business-class lounge. They've yeah. got, like, movies and chairs they sit waiting while the other one goes on the ride.
0: Also, this is a bit of a strange turn of events, Hooters was on the way home, and it turns out it's a family-friendly restaurant with delicious hot wings.
2: Really? I mean, yeah. I... I've never thought of that as a place to take the kids. No, me neither. Do you know? To be fair, neither. though, Stringfellows does a lovely fish fingers and baked bean. <laughs> That's a great tip. That's what. That is a superb. So tip. So basically, go when you've got a baby in a buggy that won't really want to go on anything, and they're just enjoying going around. Because I went to this is a good, we went on a take a fake baby, take, take a fake f- baby, hire a baby. <laughs> well, we took a six month old to Copenhagen with friends and we just sort of walked around the city with the baby in the buggy and went on boat trips and stuff. Like that. And it was fine because it's, it's sort of like when there's six months, it's like having a, an accessory that needs feeding, isn't it?
0: Yeah, that, that was with good. With some babies, other babies. And are Tivoli like Well was good as well. Yeah, what?
2: Tivoli World in Copenhagen is a great little theme park. That's a really fun trip that we want to try and do with the kids near a Christmas time because it's only an hour flight to Copenhagen. They've got Tivoli World, which is like a one of the world's oldest theme parks. It was basically I like thought it, you said Tiffany World. No, Tivoli. Oh yeah, just get of little. I thought it was based around
0: Martin McCutcheon's um, <laughs> character in EastEnders. Yeah, the old uh, Christmas uh, drink drive ride's a bit bleak. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, Tivoli World. It's beautiful, but don't ever go to. Copenhagen, is it, is it
0: clear that I've read a book about Denmark recently, Josh? Mate, but... <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, it's like doing a podcast with Casper Spiegel. It's unbelievable.
2: <laughs> um, but but uh, yeah, anyway, I won't bore you with that. But don't ever go to Copenhagen after Christmas because basically everyone in Denmark just does high or Higue, whatever it's called, and they just stay in their house for three months because it's so oh, dark right. and depressing. Anyway, oh. uh, but Tivoli World's a fun little uh, overseas fun
0: park. Let's see whether you can take your baby there. Now... Rob, mm-hmm. I guessed. <gasps> it's only Crouchy in it. It's all you need to say, really, isn't it? What a man! What a man! Who doesn't like Peter? If you don't like Peter Crouch, you're no friend of mine. No, if you bored a Crouch, you are bored a
2: life. That's what I say. But yeah, Peter Crouch, a uh, lovely man, England legend. Uh, four kids, two dogs, four kids, two and, dogs, uh, and his wife, Abby Clancy, who does make an appearance on the on the show. Um, but uh, yeah, enjoy, and uh, I think you'll you'll never eat a bag of Frazzles again without thinking of Peter Crouch.
0: Hello, Peter Crouch. Thanks for coming on the show. Absolute pleasure to be here. It's a joy to have you, Peter. Um, you're the first person um, we've had on. Oh, Yeah, I'm going to say it. You're the first person we've had on that I've genuinely, you know, has made me cry with joy. That goal in the 2006 World Cup, that really saved us from drawing a second
1: group game. You're a hero of mine. I appreciate that. And I have to say, Josh, you're what. Actually, a hero of mine as well. Believe it or not, yeah, Uh, yeah. no No way. uh, Yeah, honestly, the quickly Kevin podcast. I was all over it. Oh, thank you. Should we get rid of this other guy on the (laughs) (laughs) phone? No, I'm a big, I'm a big fan. Like nineties football, you know. I that's my era as well. So, know what I don't know about um, Roy Wegerley and John Bumstead.
0: This code
1: is a, word? We've, we've, we've misbooked you for completely
0: the wrong podcast. I <laughs> will we, uh, Just hold on the line, Peter, and we'll talk about what we're actually interested uh, after. But first, let's yeah. talk about our kids. Um, can you tell us what your setup is at home, kids-wise,
1: Peter? Um, well, it's quite intense. Um, yeah, we, we, we stupidly decided to have four children. Oh, bloody hell. And oh. um, they're all under nine. So the eldest is nine, um, five, one, and two. Oh my oh. God.
2: I thought there'd be a seven year old in there to balance it out, <laughs> but no,
1: three under five. Yeah, I've got lots to get off my chest. <laughs> <laughs> How's it going then? Oh, well, you know, it's, it, listen, it's tough for everyone. And, um, but I, I, there were times at first, you know, I was really into it with the lockdown period, you know, it was, I've been away a lot with the football and, um, it was nice to sort of reconnect with my, my children, not go away. And we were really enjoying it. You know, we did the Joe Wick stuff and I, we, we had a plan set out with homework and, you know, bits and pieces, some downtime, fun and games, um, after two weeks, that went out the window completely. <laughs> and I was, teaching my, I was teaching my little girl how to do um, chip shots into the basketball um, net from, from, from 25 yards.
2: Wow. Wow, what a skill. Is that on the syllabus now? Um... I think that's how Gavin Williamson did the A-levels. That was the actual
1: uh, marking scheme. But,
2: um, oh, yeah. wow, that is, that, it must have been tough with four as well. Because how old are you youngest?
1: Yeah, well, one so one, one and two, yeah. 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 So I mean, you know, two babies. So it's oh. it's it's quite it's it's quite, it's quite tough. Like, listen, I can't complain because you know we've got a nice garden and we we can get out there and the weather the weather was quite good. But but during lockdown, you know, I, I did enjoy it. I, I'm, I'm only joking. I did enjoy it. But there are you know times where um, you know, for instance, today I managed to sneak out and play golf, and um, I came home and you know when your wife's just looking at you with that look like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't give a fuck how your day was. <laughs> I don't care about your goal. I have no kids. idea. You know, you'd have no idea how hard it was, that kind of look. Yeah. And um, you know when you yeah. just know you need to take over. So that's that was my yeah. job to put the kids to bed.
0: And now you've gone, well, I've got to do this podcast, so you, uh, you carry on with the four kids, and I'll just be back in... We'll, we'll, we can string this out for three or four hours, Peter, to keep you away
1: from them. In all honesty, because I, I, I came back, I was like right on it, so I've managed to get them into bed now. Um, how do you so get I'm,
0: four into bed? Like, I don't even... How, how's that... Like Josh has got on?
1: one, and I've got two, but to get four into
2: bed seems like <laughs> you'd want some sort of, like, standard ovation every night.
1: Oh, honestly. Well that was the problem because we, we, we ended up se- we celebrate every bedtime with <laughs> like a glass or a bottle of wine. You know, it's uh, like I thought you were going to say a- the
2: robot then, I'm disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> we
1: we do that and then we have a few and we have few we have a few too many so because we celebrate them all in bed. Yeah. And then we wake up hungover and go, oh. We won't we won't do that again. And then we do exactly the same thing the next night. <laughs> oh. I know it's it's hard. Parenting with a
2: hangover is brutal. <sighs> hard work how was it feeling obviously because when you're a a professional footballer and you're away from home a lot and stuff like that it must be difficult for you to be like a full-on sort of parent because you've been taken Mm. away around the country all the time how did you manage that transition then from not being because I imagine you could get more lions and stuff if you've got to go and play football like how Mm. did you manage that transition then was it was it hard to like go from not doing as much to obviously now you're doing pretty much 50 50 it seems like
1: Mm. yeah it is really like there's downsides to it and there's obviously plus sides to it you know before a game I used to go in a hotel and, and have a full night's sleep because you have to be prepared for the match on Saturday don't you so yeah. on a, on a Friday you know I'd go in a hotel and I'd have a full night's sleep but on the flip side of that you know especially when I was you know playing for England and um you know playing in the Champions League and stuff like that you you very r- rarely home so you feel like you're missing a a lot of it, you know? So there's, 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 there's two, sides, two sides to it. um <laughs> I can hear that. Really I think one of them was, was like, did
0: that? that didn't <laughs> sound good, no, Did you know who
1: that was? That was Ab. That was Ab, believe it or not. She's just walked in and gone, any chance of you taking a dog for a walk? <laughs> oh, there's no rest for Crouching. <laughs> no rest. Let's let it run around the garden. <laughs> yeah, let run it run around the garden, baby. be fine. Oh, he just run into the
0: Rottweilers next door?
1: Oh, yeah. Did you hear that? Yeah. Oh, yeah oh god this is, this is do you know what? There.
0: this is the kind of thing that people tune in for though this is the slice of life we're looking for <laughs>
2: <laughs> the argument about the dogs after the kids <laughs> put to bed also as well we can get abby on the show as well she may listen to this and have issue with things you say Crouchy. can, I, yeah, let's, can yeah. we go for Crouchy now because i did peter now we're yeah, going yeah, crouchy. Yeah, you've got in there
0: you've got in there I've got straight in. in straight in with um, Crouchy. do you uh, so are they you've got a one-year-old and a two-year-old are they sleeping peter
1: uh, they are the one year old is good as gold, you know like he 'll go um we put him in at seven o 'clock on a dot and he wakes up we 've got him sort of trained really well, he goes to bed at seven, yeah gets up at seven so he's he 's good as gold, really. The rest of them do what they like. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So what you've done is you've just kept having kids until you got one that can actually sleep. So you
1: just, <laughs> I just, you know, because it, it was, because with the, 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 the three, um, you know, we've sort of let them in our bed and, and Ab thought you know, the, the third one might be our only boy and so he's in the bed loving it. Um, with the fourth one, it's like, right, you get in that bed right now in your own room. You know, there's no snuggling for you. All right. ran <laughs> run out of space. <laughs> basically, basically.
2: Um, and have you, been, have you been on your own with all four? Have you had like oh, I had a weekend where Abby's got away and it's just been you for the whole weekend yet? Or is that to come?
1: No, we've, yeah, I've done, I've done it. I've done it look like an hour a time. You know, no, no weekends uh, just yet. But, yeah. um, you know, we've got, we got some help. You know, her mum's very, very good. Um, and we've got, we've got family around us who, who can help me because I don't think Ab would trust me fully. On my own with, <laughs> with all four. She's she's looking at she's looking at me now. Oh, did you hear that? She's just shouting over the top of me now. What about that time you lost him in the farm?
2: Oh yeah, let's <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> Do
1: you want to tell this story or what? No, no, we'll and piss off then. <laughs> 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 what was she said? I've no idea. She shouted something and walked out. What, what happened at the farm, Peter? Um, the farm uh, was. Well, yeah, we're, we're all in the farm. We're all having a good time. And the, the 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 toddlers, so you can't get out of this little bit we're in unless someone, you know, an adult sort of presses the button, which is high enough for an adult to press. Uh, anyway, a teenage... So I thought he was fine just playing where he is. A teenager's obviously pressed the button. Um, he's gone out. And now he's out by the sheep now and i'm sort of in, <laughs> in, in the in the play bit and um anyway i think I'm, it's all covered and um and she's gone where's jack and i've gone he's just um out by the sheep by the looks of it <laughs> so uh yeah anyway it was a bit of bit of a panic but um but all good he didn't go too far no exactly. Well, so if you haven't lost him he's all
2: right yeah, perfect. I so say, it didn't sound too bad, that story. I mean, I feel like there's another version that we haven't heard.
1: <laughs> probably, <laughs> probably. You know, I'm sure you can re-record with Ab a different side of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: we'll get the other version of the farm story, I'm
0: sure.
2: <laughs> Are they all back to school now, then? What's your kind of schedule when they're all in school and stuff? Obviously, the young ones aren't, but what's your schedule normally?
1: Yeah, well, it's, you know, obviously... Um you know, we sort of get our life back a little bit when when, when school starts because of, I said to have, you know, not many parents have gone through this where you've, you know, you've had to homeschool and you know, they're all such so young. Um, you sort of never really get any, any respite, but, um, yeah, they, they start school again tomorrow. Um, we got a bottle of champagne as much as we, as we, we love them. We do have a bottle of champagne for the moment we arrive home. <laughs> Is there anything you do that
0: doesn't end with you drinking wine of some sort, Peter? <laughs> I'm retired now. I can do what I life.
2: Uh, 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 Peter, you say that, but I remember when you used to play and we ended up in that casino after um, oh. that ITV show where oh, amazing. Uh, I told you, you probably don't, I told you that uh, my wife was pregnant and you was the first person I told. It oh my incredible. god, do you
1: know this story, Josh? <laughs> no, you the uh, first person you told us, Peter Crouch.
2: Yeah, well, we were out with Paddy McGuinness, weren't we, after a TV show and we were got really drunk in that hotel bar.
1: And then you, t- I don't even know where you took me, Peter. I just followed you around. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> yeah, we ended up at this, you know, so I'm not, listen, I've in mind, I think this is probably probably, maybe the first or second time that I've met Rob. Yeah. And um, <laughs> we were just having a, having a drink and then. Um, I don't know. We're just getting on great, and he said, uh, "Just to let you know, like I haven't told my my parents yet." but... What? Um, What's wrong? We're what? having a baby, and I was
2: like, <laughs> <laughs> "In my defence, it was about four in the morning." And Peter Crouch is a lovely guy. I felt like you could deliver any information to you, Peter, and you'd make someone feel comfortable about it. You're a great energy. do your parents know this, right? No, they didn't know. They didn't know about this either. But basically, I I wasn't supposed to tell anyone. The second
0: one as well. The second one, you told Dirk Cout first, didn't you, for the second one? Yeah, yeah, Oh, I feel cheered.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But uh, but no, I think it was because you're not supposed to tell anyone. So I didn't know you that well. And I just thought, well, Peter Crouch isn't going to tell anyone. He's not going to tell my (laughs) mum. So, uh, but I don't know why I didn't. It was quite a f-
0: funny night, though. Uh, so, you've got, so, you've got four kids, Peter. Yeah. Can you tell at what age whether they're going to be good at football?
1: Yeah, it's um well <laughs> no, I think I think you can. I do. I'd like my um believe it or not, like the the girls aren't too interested. Um yeah. you know, they but the eldest obviously came to um she's been to Tottenham when I played there, she's been to Burnley, been to Stoke. Um she saw uh, um she
0: came to Burnley and Stoke, but that didn't get her into football. I,
1: mean, <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. Um she's not yeah, not really into it. Um the five-year-old not not a great fan either, but um, yeah, the, the, the believe it or not, the one-year-old, it's like, he's just the moment he sees the ball, he just loves it. He's just walking around with the football. He's kicking it. Yeah. Even like the two-year-old. So the two-year-old's a boy as well. And, you know, we didn't, it wasn't quite, quite the same for him. You know, hopefully he'll get into it and stuff, but the one year old, it's amazing. He just, he just takes to it. I mean, he sees a ball, he wants to go and kick it and he wants to dribble oh, it. Wow. Yeah. It's a, it's an
0: amazing thing really. And was that what you were like? Were you like amazing from the age of one? I'm oh, sorry. I've turned this into a football podcast. Again <laughs> right. right. I'm quite interested <laughs> in
1: um, No, I, yeah, I loved it for the moment. Yeah. The moment I could kick a ball. But obviously my dad was a, was a, was a big football fan and got in, got me into it. But um, yeah, it was a, early as I can remember I was kicking a ball around and um, that's the same with Jack at the moment uh, he, he absolutely loves it um, and I'm, wow. you know, I'm hoping that you know as they, as they get older you know they'll all get into it at some, some stage yeah. but, um, but at the moment yeah you can really see something in
0: Jack definitely and can you the next question is the, can you tell if they're tall yet
1: yes we certainly can <laughs> 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 um, yeah unfortunately that's part and parcel of it I think you our how <laughs> Everyone's um, tall. Yeah, even the dogs got like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're all like, uh, yeah, my, my eldest girl's the tallest in her class. Um, the little girl's the tallest in hers. Um, but the, the thing is with the, with the boys is because they're only, you know, they're one and two, but people just assume that they're older because, you know, I had the same problem when. Because I are six foot four, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, five and a, yeah, five foot something now. But um, no, like I had the same problem when I was a kid growing up. Because I was I was decent at football. Um, you know, you're only judged your age is only judged on height, isn't it? At that, yeah. at that age, you know, there's no facial hair. You know, there's no. You, you're not judged on anything other than height. So I had I had a problem. Yeah, you know, when I was sort of nine, ten years old, everyone used to say, "Oh, yeah, he's good at football, but he's he's playing too young. He's he's older than everyone else." And I had it throughout my life, really. And then, um, yeah, and I think the the boys are sort of getting that themselves. Everyone thinks that, you know, they're they're sort of maybe a bit rougher or something, you know, in the the ball pit. And everyone goes, well, he shouldn't be in here. And go, he's only two. (laughs) (laughs) No. <laughs> my brother, my brother
2: Joe's six foot three, six foot four. He's really big. And because he was my, we were the same size. I'm two years older than him. We were the same size for ages. I'm only five foot eight. But everyone used to treat him a bit differently. And my mum used to be so sensitive about it because they used to expect more from him because they He's thought he was older. So do, mm. you do find it a bit sensitive by trying to explain their age the whole time if people are judging.
1: I do it's a bit it's a it's a bit annoying you know and like uh and even with um you know academically like if he's uh, uh you know not reading and you think well no he's you know he's he's two years old you know it's like <laughs> you know yeah. he's not but he's you know thankfully his his speech is quite good and um you know things like that like they are they are quite advanced. I think I'm sure every parent says that, but they are, you know, they are, they are good. Um, but yeah, I think sometimes, you, you you know, it's expected, expected more of them because they're, because they're bigger, you know. Um,
2: how, how do you find like their upbringing compared to like yours? You know, mm. I think you had a very sort of like normal, as it were, mm. upbringing. And now they're the kids of a, of a famous couple and a, a famous mm. footballer. Did you feel a bit like, because it's so different to how you was brought up, do you mm. find it challenging or anything?
1: Um, I do, I do a bit, you know, like, uh there's a friend of friend of ours who who sent his kids to to private school and stuff like that. And, you know, he just did well, uh, you know, from quite a rough sort of upbringing and he sort of, you know, his kid got to to university age and it's like, he, he didn't really know him, you know what I mean? Like It's for the two different worlds. So um, of course you want your kids to have everything and, you know, thankfully, you know, I've done okay and I want them to have the best life, but there's a fine balance I think between that and not sort of knowing the the, the, your kids you know and, yeah. and, and them being from a two different world so we obviously have to try and make that that balance where they you know keep, hopefully keep as grounded as possible because um, you know I want them to be a success in their own right you know.
2: Mm, of course yeah Is it was at a boarding school or just a private school that, that your, your friends went to because I think that's mm. a real difference isn't it when they get like sent away f- at the age of like six or seven it's quite yeah. brutal isn't it.
1: I think it was a boarding school, yeah. And I think um you know, there's a there's a fine balance between, you know, you want them to be a reflection of you, don't you? Rather than yeah. you know, the school that you've put them in.
0: I'm just going to send my daughter to school in Devon, even though I still live in London. Just yeah. so she knows exactly <laughs> yeah. the upbringing I had.
1: That's it, definitely. Well, <laughs> even you know, even with my, with my wife Ab, obviously she's a, you know proud Scouser, and you know we live we live down south now, and I, we always try and remind the kids of of that side of 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 their family, and you know I want them to to have everything that you know like and hopefully enjoy the things that I enjoy, you know, because when they're when they're older, we can share those things together, and obviously football is a is a big part of that because I, I love football and, you know, the, the thought of, of being able to take my kids uh, to matches and them to enjoy it and stuff as the, the way I did it's definitely something that, that I want to do. I remember going to games with, with my dad and that was some of the best times of my childhood, you know, going to, going to games with, with him and, um, yeah, it's a bit different to, to what football is now but, you know, they were some of the best times of my childhood and hopefully they get into it as well. You know, I don't want them off playing croquet or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, was, you, was you an academic kid? You, you're, 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 you know, you're a clever bloke. You're really with it compared to some footballers or the stereotypical footballer. Mm. Was you quite academic as well? Like, if football didn't pan out, I know the the famous joke is you'd say you'd be a virgin if football <laughs> didn't pan out. But um, what would you what would you have done? Do you think like if it wasn't um, for football?
1: Yeah, I, I, uh, you know, I did, I did okay at school and, you know, I was, I was all right. And, you know, my dad, my dad was quite, um, you know, he did, he did well for himself and, you know, he was, he was in advertising and, um, you know, he he worked for an advertising agency was started as a copywriter and ended up being sort of a creative director. And, um, I've always loved that side of it. I mean, I did my work experience at his, his agency was, was BBH and, um, I, I did my work experience there when I was 14. And, um, you know, I would look to my dad sort of writing adverts and I, I absolutely loved that side of it. And I think, you know, when people ask me that question, it's always it reverts back to me saying I was being a virgin. But, um,
0: <laughs> I, but you'd yeah, be a virgin who worked in advertising. That's yeah, what
1: you're saying. That's <laughs> what I'm saying, basically. Yeah. Um, i personally in advertising with no options whatsoever. LAUGHTER
0: did you, you're a very kind of chilled out guy you come across that way and you, you certainly were like as a footballer you didn't seem like you were you know too intense mm. do you find you know do you lose it when you're parenting do you find it more stressful than a big match or do you know what I'm um
1: I am I am reasonably calm I think there's times where you have to sort of discipline aren't you and you have to sort of lose it a bit um mm. and it's not it's not really in my makeup to do that I'm not you know i'm not uh i'm not a stressy kind of kind of guy i think uh it's two different roles and i think we work out we work quite well i think abs sort of on it she's can stress out sometimes and um i am a bit more chilled out but the thing is when i sort of lose it with the children or discipline them they sit up and take notice because they must have done something pretty bad to yeah. to get me angry basically so it does work well when i uh when I do raise the voice every now when and then you
0: say lose it and then you kind of say or discipline them are you saying that's basically the same thing you lose Ooh. it and then you go yeah I'm just doing some discipline
1: you just you know <laughs> you just I'm talking about you know the the loud voice right that's it yeah. that kind of yeah. one I think you know you do have to have that sometimes because otherwise they run riot especially because you've got obviously like a
2: nine-year-old and and it's such like a baby's a one-year-old it's like they're both they're all doing stuff that could annoy you at different levels and stuff but mm. what how, what's your plan when they start getting to the teenagers? because oh, that's a whole but... different level and
1: yeah, well, I feel like my my sort of nine-year-old. She, I, it's, I mean, it's ridiculous to say she's nine, but you know, it's the, this TikTok stuff going on. I keep coming in, and it's like <laughs> you know, I, don't, I don't I don't know how much I can say here. But I saw a particular move I didn't like. shall we say? Going up too fast. Oh, I went. Hold on a minute. I said we'll have we'll have no twerking in this house. <laughs>
0: the robot yeah. or nothing in <laughs> this house.
1: Yeah, certainly. Exactly. Yeah, because that's the
2: thing, though, because, you, you know, if you catch them doing stuff like you don't agree, if you tell them not to, they'll just go, OK, Dad, and then they'll just go to their room and film themselves doing whatever. Do you know what I mean? For TikTok. It's like
1: you can't police it fully, can you? Of course you can't. But you know what? Like, uh, As much as, you know, obviously she's not on on tiktok you know so anyone can see her she just does them and you know shows us later that's it you know it doesn't go anywhere but it, you know she really enjoys it and believe it like she's actually got really really good at dancing you know it's <laughs> just off the back of it you know she just copies these dance dances and uh you know so i uh, you know I'm, I'm trying to kid myself that it's a skill she's learning <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then now you've got like the younger ones. Is there stuff that you did with your the first couple of kids that you think actually that weren't a good plan, that weren't a good idea, and you've readjusted for the for the young ones? Now there's a bit of a age gap.
1: Well, definitely with the obviously with the the, the two year old we let we let in our bed, and and that is just a, you know he's in there now at the moment. You know. <laughs> 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 yeah. I think Ab's got Pepper Pig on at the moment um, in in so bed you, with him. So you um, didn't do the bed like letting them in the bed with the eldest two, just the two year old. So, no, we did. We did like with the with the eldest, but then she was like, "Right, I've had enough of these kids. I'm getting in my own bed." You know, one of those. Oh, like okay, she, sure. she she wouldn't she wouldn't come in ours anymore. Um, then the, obviously the five year old. I think she's your bed, Peter. She's <laughs> um, getting quite a big bed anyway. It's uh, yeah, it's big. Very. You have a special bed. Oh yeah, we had ours made. Um, <laughs> Eight. I think it's eight foot long. Yeah, I, I think it might be eight foot wide. Oh my life! Oh wow! Yeah, it's
2: big. That's it's a, big. That's a beauty. I mean, still not big enough for what is essentially six humans.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I said to I said to have I Machine, mean, we got the dog as well, and uh, I said, "Shut in the bed." She's on No, no, no. I've made sure that's downstairs. You know, it stays yeah. downstairs. Um, but she's she was talking about potentially getting a, a, another dog to to keep him company, and I said, I am not having one more breathing thing <laughs> in this household. You know, I had to put my foot down there. I said, anything that's living is not coming in here. Just <laughs> <laughs> a carcass
2: of a dead dog. <laughs> <laughs> it's dead, it's fine. It can sit on the kitchen floor. No, no,
1: not having it. No, I had to put my foot down.
2: Um, so that it was the the, the the kids in the bed thing. That's something that you had to stop. Then, yeah, with yeah. The, with the,
1: like I say, with the one year old, you know, I just said, "Look, we, I, this is ridiculous. We're gonna have to make sure that we're on it with it with with this one." And, and 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 amazingly, it's just it. You know, he's just good as gold, really is. And we put him in at seven, and we pick. You know, we go we go back in at seven. and He doesn't make a peep. He's just good as gold. Oh, that's, that's amazing! Dream, that. And mm. so the
0: one that's currently in the bed. Just for mm. the people who are listening, it's about mm. eight p.m. Um, what will, will they be in the bed all night? Well, we've got like
1: a cot next to our bed, so right. basically when I we, he goes to sleep in there, and then when I come up, I'll carry him in there, put him in the yeah. cot. Yeah. So then me, you know, me and Av can watch something or whatever, yeah. and then and then we'll you know he'll end up getting in about five o'clock or something like ah, that. So.
2: There's no no danger of the rolling out the bed of an eight by eight, is there? No. That's <laughs> the beauty
1: of it. It's not. It's not. It's um. But you know he is he, he's, he's quite tall for two, obviously, and he loves lying sideways. So, <laughs> so oh, you know, nice. when you wake up, you wake up and your your face is on the, the side table.
2: Imagine having uh, an eight foot by eight foot bed made and it's still not enough. It must drive you are going to have
0: to go for a 12 by 12, Peter. You're going to have to upgrade your bed. I'm going to
2: have to. <laughs> um, so, is there a plan to get the two-year-old in another room?
1: Um, yeah I'll be honest with you we had a flood during during lockdown and, oh, nice. um, yeah and it took out one of the one of the boys bedrooms um, this yeah, is not
2: like a trap is it that you we might sell this story like a Colleen Rooney and, um, <laughs> Rebecca Barney situation it's an official flood is it
0: <laughs>
1: it's an official flood okay sure yeah someone's been trapping. hacking
2: our
0: podcast Rob. <laughs> I don't know who it is. people
2: have been listening what? what's
0: gone wrong <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you you had
2: a flood sorry to cut you off there but
1: yeah, yeah nice. No, it's all right. yeah we, did, we had the flood and then um yeah, so uh, the, one of the bedrooms is out of action. So we had to sort of jiggle thing, things around. So the, the moment that that bedroom's back in action, we uh, will hopefully get the boys in there together. That's the plan. Oh, that's nice. Mm-hmm. So that's the plan. Oh God, mm-hmm. they'll just
2: keep each other up, won't they?
1: Yeah, probably. But as, as long as they're doing it in their own room, that's fine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> a lot of footballers, they have kids quite early and they have like, there's a lot of, footballers that are parents mm. do you talk about when you're in the dressing room how much would parenting come up like was it because like i'm going to be honest with you with other comedians that've got kids it's all we kind of complain about so would that mm. be would you be sat
1: there with you know harry kane complaining about <laughs> having kids yeah without doubt um you know it's the same in any working industry probably yeah of course you complain about it and you know you say good things about it, people will recommend good holidays to go with the, with the family, bits and pieces like that. So um what's what's strange about foot, footballers is probably, uh, you know, p- people do seem to have kids early and I think it's because, you know, earning pretty decent decent money, what have you, yeah. and you feel quite comfortable and you're you're settled with your wife and it's always good to sort of the club sort of encourage having a family because then you're sort do of out. They? Yeah, because you're out of of nightclubs you know you're out, of, <laughs> you're out. You, you know you're on the straight and narrow you know you're changing nappies rather than um you know yeah whatever else you do so did a manager
0: say you? did rafa benitez go mate you've got to have a kid here
1: yeah i've i've i've, I've been told um you know a few times it's all about getting you know getting a girlfriend settled down as quickly as possible the clubs encourage it yeah because you uh, it, it, it's it's better for everyone if you're a single lad usually yeah. if you're in a, if you're anything like me you're not eating correctly no, you know you're yeah. probably not having as much sleep as you should have and you know certainly when I when I met Ab she, she's, she's looking after me in a way that probably I couldn't look after myself
2: um Pete as well with we like playing football it's so strict obviously there's like the, the schedule and all the games and stuff have you missed any sort of key moments like birthdays or like with the kids or first days at school and stuff like you've had to sacrifice because of because of playing or if or, or the clubs are a bit more quite understanding with that um, kind of stuff
1: yeah not so much i mean i was i was quite lucky in the fact that i had i had kids late you know so i it was sort of like when i say late it's late in, in, in my football career, really. So I was 30 when I had my, the first, and then we Bloody had... the hell, Peter and,
0: passed it, 30. <laughs> in,
1: in <laughs> football, you're still fertile at like that age, mate. <laughs> I'm talking about in football, you know, in my football yeah, career, yeah. people retire 32, 33, yeah. 34, you know, they're, they're retired. So when I look at, you know, some of the players and, you know, they have that problem of, they might be playing a Champions League game and their wife is pregnant. I mean, you can't say... I'm just thinking about when I was playing and, you know, if, if I turn around to reference and say, well, I'm not coming because my wife might have the baby, you know, it doesn't always wash, you know, it's like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, is, she, is she in labour? And you, you say, you know, I've seen players do it. And they say, is she in labour? And you say, no. And I say, well, get yourself on the plane then. Oh, wow. um, so then you could be, you know, somewhere else and there's been plenty of players that that, that have missed
2: the birth. Oh, and they've missed, they missed the birth of their kids? Oh, no. Yeah, you, you, know, you, you made yours though, didn't
1: you? Yeah, yeah, I made it, I made it, yeah. I've made I've been there for all four.
2: Um, with all the different nationalities in the dressing room as well, obviously in football it's such like random like collection of people that in most workplaces you wouldn't get. Have you heard any sort of wacky ways that like, people <laughs> have done stuff with their kids and you, everyone else in the dressing room is like, what, you can't do that? Different ways of parenting and having kids. And yeah,
1: I, th- I think... Um... You know that's the, one of the best things about being in a football dressing room is, like you say, the different cultures and different ways that that everyone everyone does stuff. And um, yeah, I've, I I absolutely love sort of like just sharing stories. And you know, for for instance, Christmas. You know, the amount of people that celebrate. Not on Christmas Eve that's something that I, I didn't really know like everyone like every, you know I used to come in I used to come in on Christmas Day we train, obviously we train on Christmas Day and um, you know all the lads would be like yeah we've, we've, we've done our Christmas really every, you know presents the meal everything was done on Christmas Eve and um, I, th- I used to think oh yeah like and I'd be travelling on a bus on Christmas Day to like <laughs> Nor- Norwich or something <laughs> and, I'd th- and I'd think well, that's probably a good idea actually <laughs>
2: Yeah, why, why don't
1: I start doing that? I was having a turkey sandwich on the bus to Norwich going, yeah, that's a great idea. You know, it's probably a good good way.
2: Uh, I was going to say, did you start playing golf before kids or after? Because I've, I've started playing, but just as a reason to get out of the house. I was just interested in your golfing career
1: course you have mate exactly exact thing I mean when people say to me um you know they I don't know, play golf like what what are you into that for um I said you just wait until you have until you have children <laughs> and someone says to you you can spend four and a half hours with your mates playing sport and have a little drink after you tell me if you could take up golf or not <laughs> no one actually likes golf. It's the
0: greatest <laughs> conspiracy that we're undercovering well, of all yeah. time. Yeah, like
2: the trip to Portugal. Like I say, you can't say to your partner, I'm going to go Magalu for four nights, but if you're going to Val de Lobo, you, you can get away with it and just get absolutely shit-faced for four days. <laughs> not a problem. Yeah.
1: You just, go. you just you can just go and, um, you know, you, you just play nine and get the yeah. drink for two and a half. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, good. Well, good
2: to know it's not just me, but we've had some angry messages from people saying that I've uncovered the truth about golf. Oh, yeah, that's, and I've, that's I think true. I've yeah. given away the, the,
0: the Nick secret. Nick Fowler is absolutely livid. He didn't like golf at
1: all. Just even, he just your, kids even your very gun early.
2: references are 90s. <laughs> Nick Fowdo. Hell
1: Come job. on,
0: mate. <laughs> He's still I the
1: love, best, isn't he? I love the 90s as well. I have to say, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a huge fan. Um, so, Peter, you think that, that
0: the one-year-old is good at football. You think mm. that they're all they're all quite tall. Mm. Um, do they Are they aware of Peter Crouch, the phenomenon, and <laughs> like... Do they get at school that they're like Peter Crouch's daughter and Peter Crouch's Mm. son? I suppose the one-year-old wouldn't. But, like, Mm. are they aware of what you've done and achieved?
1: I don't think anyone's aware of Peter Crouch, the phenomenon.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You say that, Peter, but we're trying to top you in the podcast charts and it's fucking difficult, mate.
2: Yeah. I can't believe you did eight years at Stoke. I mean, that is incredible just from a morale point of view on a personal note. Where did you live, Peter? Did you live...
1: I absolutely Did you loved it up Stoke. There. Um, no, I
2: didn't like, he didn't love it enough to live there. <laughs> no, I, <didn't. laughs> I absolutely loved
1: it there. I wouldn't live there. Absolutely. Not. <laughs> most of the most of the lads live sort of like Cheshire way. So I lived, right. I, I lived like Cheshire way. Oh um, yeah. I was born in Macclesfield. I got, I got friends and family in Macclesfield. So that was the only place I sort of knew was was round there. So I uh, I moved there and sort of um, travelled in. But um, with regards to. You know, being a footballer that maybe people know, um, the yeah the the kids obviously yeah have no no idea really. But when um my eldest now is sort of coming to terms with it, I remember uh, she did one of those summer camps, and um you know I'm taking her into the to the summer camp and she did all the sport and bits and pieces, and uh, she said that you know it's one of those embarrassing dad moments. She said, "Dad, can you wait outside?" And I was like, "Why?" Um, you know, I'll just take you in. She said, no, no, don't, don't come in, dad. And I was Aww. okay, why? Um, and she said, oh, um, because she's too tall. <laughs> <laughs> and I, t- I said, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? And she said, oh, apparently the kids were laughing yesterday because my head was close to the ceiling. And, um, they, yeah, they were laughing their heads off anyway, probably gave her a bit of stick. So she was Aww. like, stay out in the car park. Aww. So uh, so anyway, it was gutted and then um, I went I went off I stayed in the car park got off and then a couple of uh, I think it was a couple of drop offs later she was like dad can you come in today and I was like well I thought I thought I was too tall <laughs> 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 you no, not no. get These shoes on your knees. <laughs> I was a, no, no, it was the same height. I didn't do anything different. But I was asked to come in. I thought, oh, "This is a strange one." So anyway, I walked. I walked in, and obviously, I didn't realise. But the kids, a couple of the boys, had, in football kits, had seen me sort of oh. get dropped off. And all of a sudden, I was to call cool Dad. And it was like, you know, I came in, and all the boys were like, "Whoa, it's Peter Crouch!" You know, this and that. And I was high fiving them. And um, you know, I was <laughs> like, she was like, "Dad, you're picking me up," and I was like course I am. Don't worry about it. (laughs) Yeah, it's
2: good. (laughs) How do you find days out with the kids and stuff? Obviously, because you're so well-known and you started doing more like, you know, you did a a show on BBC One on Saturday night, which is like, you know, Mm. crossing over to another audience. And and obviously, Abby's uh, well-known as well. Like, can you have days out and be left alone with the kids or is it quite a challenge?
1: Um, yeah, it all depends where we go. Obviously, like we're, you know, we're big fans of the farm where we live and like we go we go to we take them out for days out as much as much as we can. But but like you say, there is you know, I can't I can't hide anywhere and um you know they, they have sort of got used to having a picture or two, you know, and my little girl actually takes quite a few of them. So uh-huh. um yeah, it's a bit it's got it can be, yeah, it can be a bit, bit strange for them, probably, but um, it's just something they've, they've sort of got used to, really.
0: I'd say genuinely that story about dropping off your child. That's, that's what the, I'd say, Rob, it's one of the most heartwarming things we've heard on this um, on this yeah. show. I
2: mean, yeah. I, when you said, she said you're too tall, don't come in. I've never felt more sorry for anyone, Pete. Just seen, walking I just, out, just sitting in your car with your head through the sunroof, just <laughs> really <laughs> upset <there, laughs> about the way you've been treated. Sorry.
1: I was gutted, I was gutted. Yeah, you know that's a
2: horrible I, thing. You want your kids, to, you know.
1: Yeah, I thought I was a cool dad, you know.
2: <laughs> yeah. I played for Liverpool, come <laughs> on. <laughs> but,
1: but like you say, I think... Um, you know, the, 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 when she was, when she was, you know, quite a bit young, I think I'm trying to remember when Ab did Strictly, but um, yeah, a few years back I, I was thinking, you know, I I'd, I'd played for England and I played for Liverpool and played for, I played in the championship. I was thinking all these things. Um, and she was in the, in the soft play. And um, I just heard her, um, There was only two of the two kids in there. And uh, I just heard her say, um, do you know, Strictly? <laughs> to this other kid. And the kid went, no. And she went, my mum won it, you know. So, um, I was thinking, oh, God, I haven't got a mention there either, you know.
2: <laughs> I played for England in a World Cup, come on. 100 goals in the Premier
1: League. I think that was more gutting than being too tall for the, for the, for the classroom. But
2: strict, strictly, what about strictly for you? Would you ever fancy it?
1: No, no, I don't think that's for me. It's well, no. it's well you know, I, I can't top up. She she won it. She was incredible on it. Um, and, you know, I'd go in there and be probably be the comedy. There's only so many robots you can do, isn't
0: there? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Let's find out. Let's see if the public keeps voting them through. Back yeah. right to the final.
1: I'll try and graft through it with a bit of a Paso Doble and then pull <laughs> the robot out for the final.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't give it to them too early. Do you know what I mean? You can't robot night one. Tease uh, them in. Uh, one, um, more, one more football question, Peter. Mm. If you had to have one of your managers as your dad, who'd be the best and who'd be the worst? Oh, that's a great one, Josh. What a good question. Yeah. I'm not going to lie to you, Rob. I've got 45 more football questions. I'm, I'm just, <laughs> just trying to pretend I've got well, any I've got one parent. more parent one for after, but I want to know mm. who your uh,
2: football manager dad would be. Best yeah.
1: or worst? Well, I, I think. I think who I'd love to have as my dad is probably someone who's very close to my dad and probably prefers me to to his own son, and that's Harry (laughs) (laughs) Redknapp.
2: I mean, having a son that good looking would annoy you, wouldn't it? If you're Harry, (laughs) I mean, so I understand. Uh, You loved
1: Harry. I I did love Harry, and like he was um, he was great with me. Uh, You know, big football man, like someone who. Oh, I really sort of like. He's been great for my career, and someone that I'd, you know, I'd like to go and have a beer with. So, as my well, dad, yeah, would be, a, he'd be a great dad, I reckon. And the worst, Fabio Capello. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Imagine him being your dad. Absolutely no love.
1: Oh, just I think that that would be ruthless. That. Oh my um, god. God, I can only imagine the you know the the school report. You know, when you go in a parents' evening, yeah. you ter- terrified. <laughs> uh,
2: was were you there when he was at England and he was um, all the different rules. What was the most, what was the most mm. frustrating rule as a player that he enforced?
1: Well there was there was quite a few, if I'm honest. Um, but it was ban you know, we used to come down in our in our flip flops for for um, you know, team meetings if we were just in the hotel or, you know, we you know that was banned it was trainers only you just get sent out if you had flip-flops on Uh, butter ketchup all banned Um, it's
2: so stupid as well because you're only with the squad for a few weeks of the year so what what impact is that going to make? What, not
0: much judging on that
2: World Cup.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. He uh, just, just sort of antagonised the players a bit, you know? It was a bit like, have, I'll have some butter on my toast at home or with my club, but when we come away of England for 10 days, you, you, you've you got to have dry toast.
2: Oh, God. I think I'd turn the cap down if I got called up. <laughs> yeah. No, but I'm, not going, I'm, not, I'm not playing Germany on
0: dry toast. Yeah, think, I think I've got a Scottish uncle after all, actually. I think I've played Is it true
2: that David Bentley and Jimmy Billard would say, shout, post and pat <laughs> (laughs) I have no comment to make on
1: that whatsoever
2: (laughs) I'm sure I'm sure you've been told though yeah, but Bullard's oh, not shine coming forward. <laughs> um I don't uh, one one more one more um, Peter. We won't keep you too long. Obviously you're not, you need to have a bottle of wine, you've got the kids in bed and enjoy yourself, you know. You haven't got much downtime apart from the four and a half hours playing golf today. But um with, this is something that cropped up in a, in a in a previous episode with uh Matthew Crosby, where if now you could say something that oh, it's called the Crosby Amnesty, where if there's something that annoys you about the way your partner parents or a thing that they do in the house that you would like to say now and you you can't be judged for it but it's just something that gets under your skin but you've not had the courage to say to them is there anything that you'd like to say that frustrates you for example um with Matthew Crosby his wife used to put the bibs for the kids on the tap to dry even though every time he turn the tap on it'd get wet again it's a something that <laughs> gets to you Peter that you just would like to get off your chest now and it's it's not judged bear with me I just got to shut the door. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But she left it open again. She, she, had, <laughs> I mean, she listened to every word. Don't worry about that. Um, uh, is the core parent-wise? I mean, like, listen, we, you know, our household wouldn't survive without her. So I, I do have to say that. Yeah, that's, that's a given. We get that. We get that. She runs the show. But um, what I will say is, um, what I like about this, you're not trying to think of one. You're just going through the ones you can't through, say. Yeah, I'm going through <laughs> a few of them here. The one not probably does antagonize me is um like i'll, I'll go out to work and I, I can't help it but like i do enjoy my work you know so i do i go there and i like, I think she thinks that i'm having a really good time i'll come back and i'll be handed all four have <laughs> these i
0: have that because it's like your job doesn't feel like a proper job yeah. so when you're working it doesn't count as work
1: well, yeah. So I remember my dad coming home from work and then, you know, it was like, oh, you know, let's make him sit on the couch, get your, get your slippers on, you know, yeah. go and have a shower, get your pyjamas on, relax. I'll come home and it's like, right, I have all four of these, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I just, you're being punished for enjoying the yeah. job. Yeah. I feel like I'm being punished for... Yeah. That-
0: is the thing when you say I'm going to go and do some work there is this unspoken mm. thing which I'm sure is the same with a footballer where they're going oh come on mate I know what you do for a living that's not fucking work it, it,
1: exactly right I think definitely when I was playing football um, the famous quote was um, you know I'll come back and say oh, I'm knackered and she said knackered she said you've been kicking a football around with your silly little mates <laughs> So even after a full 90-minute game, you'd still get yeah, given yeah. the you kicking a football around with your mates. You know, it's like – but when you, when you put it like that, you go like, oh, I have it really, haven't I?
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Give him here. <laughs> well, that's only fair. So it's the amnesty, so you can't be judged for it, Peter. Everyone has oh, these mm-hmm. little things. So thank you for sharing. And um And I'm sure if Abby wants to share her side, we're more than welcome to have a – which are, you may you may be against, but we're, we're all for. But uh. it was
1: something that sort of rubbed me up the wrong way the other day. Actually, can I just get this off oh my chest? As, as yeah, many as you want, yeah. go for No, this one was just about when, uh, you know, like I'm partial. I'm sure pop, you're partial to – some people are partial to like some chocolate or a biscuit or some crisps. You know, I like crisps. Like they're my thing. So it's sort of like a bit of advice for me. And I, I find myself when all the kids are sort of sitting on the couch, like I go, I oh, fancy a bag of crisps. And I go, it's just – I look at them and I go, it's just not worth it. Like I'm going to go in there and I'm going to get one bag. I'm going to pull them out. I'm going to sit on the couch and I'm going to have – Four lots of hands in the one bag, <laughs> and i 'm not going to have any myself and I found myself the other day I was sitting in the same position I am now in the office, and i 'm sitting there with a bag of frazzles on my own, trying to <laughs> the thirty nine year old man with a bag of frazzles in the office, hiding from my family. <laughs> Living the dream. I looked at myself and I thought, "Where's it all gone wrong here?" <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, I'm sure, I'm sure, Frazzles will sort you out and send you some Frazzles. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, bloke, um, it's um, it's been great having you on, uh, Crouchy. Thank you so much. Pleasure, lads. really appreciate, appreciate it. Loved it. Enjoyed it. Cheers,
0: mate. Cheers, mate. Thank you. That was Peter Crouch. What a Brilliant. banner, Josh. Lovely. Wonderful. We've got to get Abby Someone on. Totally enjoyed that. Got to get Abby on. Got to get the dogs on, get all awful kids on. I want to get the full farm story. The full farm story. Thank you to Peter. Um, we've had enough. People have had enough. We'll be back on oh, Friday. Are you,
2: are, you, are you ending the podcast? Oh, we're back on... I thought you was breaking up with me. Yeah, I'd have to get
0: Jeffro in to replace you. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: right, see you next
0: time. Have he got kids? We'll have him. See you later. Bye. Bye. Um,